What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. Okay. You ready to live your best life? I'm living. (laughs) Currently living. What's up, guys? I am here today with my friend, Bradley Miller. How are you, baby? Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Drinking. (laughs) From our chalices that you provided that were really, really, really gay. Aren't they cute? They kind of look like halloween meets wedding meets like kind of high-end bougie yeah like you got about one of those stores in like the queen center mall yeah but i only have three left because i already broke one but they were like a four pack at tj maxx oh tj you know about that shit we love a tj moment for sure um so what have you been up to i haven't seen you since pride i know my god um okay so pride was major uh it was world pride here in new york city um and i've just been living my best life trying to relax trying to recover but also working 60 plus hours a week yeah if anybody didn't see us on max pride float bradley was what were you wearing uh i was wearing actually your neighbor he lives here next to you my um his name is alex shitty neighbor no not the boobs not boobs i was gonna say she, he lives is she out down. there <laughs> his name is alex demek he has um a faux fur company called House of Fluff, and he actually made all of the looks I wore for Pride season. That's awesome. Even that, I saw you at LA Pride, too. You had, like, a big, long, glittery one, too, no? Yeah, he, yeah it was, like, Gautier-inspired, and uh, it was major. Yeah, he made everything. He makes stuff for all of the girls on RuPaul's Drag Race. He does stuff for Why haven't Oprah. I ever heard of him? You have, you have. House I of have? Fluff. Yeah, House you- of Fluff. I've never heard of House of Fluff, but that's dope. I'm going to look them up. Yeah, Alex, he's the de- uh, design director. Anyway, so, yeah, he made me all of my amazing things. He doesn't do any of my, my like, real-life clothes, but anyways. It's- that's real-life clothes. It is true. Yeah, I'm not a drag queen, actually. Let's that's just, just make like- that clear. I am not a drag queen. <laughs> my name is Bradley Miller. Uh, I am just, I just love fashion. That's major. Mm-hmm. So you work in... You don't work in fashion, but you work in makeup. So I guess that's kind of fashion still, right? Oh, yeah, I work in fashion, for sure. I mean, the brand that I work for, I'm a regional uh, education trainer for MAC Cosmetics. Everyone knows MAC Cosmetics. You should know MAC Cosmetics. And if you don't use the products, you should. You should, yeah. Because their money goes to good causes, too. It's true. Yeah, and I'm actually, speaking of that, I'm one of their global, um, we call them activists or spokespeople for their um, consciousness program, which is called Viva Glam. So it's it's a charity benefiting people with HIV and AIDS, living with or affected by it. Um, and it's global. So we raised over 500 million bucks. And this year we've expanded the program because we've raised so much money to benefit. That's wild. LGBTQ people and specifically trans acceptance and equality. How many people would you say work at MAC are in the LGBTQ community? Oh, I'd say probably... I don't know, a heavy percentage, 40, yeah. 40%. Wild. Which is a lot. And we've been around since 84, so it's it's great. That's it? Yeah, 84. That seems pretty recent, like, in the grand scheme of things, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're owned by Estee Lauder, and, and Estee Lauder is basically timeless. She's been around since... <laughs> She's been around. Marie Antoinette when I literally think of... on her face. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. When I think of Estee Lauder, I think of, like... Your mom. No, my grandma. Like, out of here, really? like somebody who oh, like you're younger than me. Yeah, but like my grandma's like seventy. Like your mom's not seventy, is she? No, my mom's sixty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess my mom's fifty. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, like I feel like I think of that like 
perfume that's so scented that like reminds me of my grandma. Oh my god, I know the perfume. Like you know what I'm talking about. You know when you just smell like an old woman and it's like she's got money we but call she's those hot. A woman a seasoned woman. A seasoned an woman. Old woman. She's been through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's been through some things. Mm-hmm. She's been through a few wars. A few D's. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah this is a gay channel we can talk about this we can we can, we can be dick. as vulgar and weird as you want to get we can talk about dick. okay so for everybody listening just so they understand so how would you categorize your gender okay um let's see so if anyone knows me if you're listening and you know me you know that i'm obsessed with mermaids and i've been obsessed with mermaids since i was a child i could totally see you as a mermaid i am one yeah hello like when you jump in the Have ocean, the fin comes out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just never seen you <laughs> Actually, in the ocean yet. When that's I do why. Jump in the ocean, the fin comes out <laughs> on accident, um, or a pool, <laughs> or a hot tub. Um, but yeah, so I would just I would classify my gender or, clarif- or say my gender is gender fluid, but trans feminine. I think that's that's a term, right? It is a term. And if it's not a term, we can make it a term. No, it is. It's a term that I've actually... I've done quite a bit of research on this because I do a lot of public speaking. Um, and trans feminine is a gender term. One of them, like, there's over 50 gender markers. Did you know that? I did not. Like, okay, so is that on a birth certificate now? You can have 50 different... Ge- or that not on the birth certificate? Gender markers is in ways that you can identify, like, prono- pronouns. Mm, okay. Um, and like a lot of dating apps now use multiple gender markers. So if you go to the gender portion of a dating app and look at the gender markers, you can identify a lot of different ways, like LGBTQ plus friendly apps. Like, uh, I'm sure Chappie does it. I know for sure. sure Chappie does. I'm sure Bumble must if they're owned by the same. Yeah. Tinder. I know for sure does it. I worked with Glad and Tinder to expand theirs. They chose 32. That's a lot. For sure. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, tra- trans feminine means someone that's born male and exudes or presents uh, mannerisms and physical characteristics of the opposite gender, so female gender. Um, I'm extremely effeminate, but I'm also, I, my hashtag, if you want to look it up on Instagram, is hashtag boys can look like this too. I've actually noticed that and I've clicked it. Noticed it? I know. I like, what do you mean? I do, I do stalk it because I like obviously stalked you to like try to make sure I was going to be so educated on you mm-hmm. prior to coming. So I like wanted to make sure I did all my research, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like modern dating is like you have to stalk everything. about. So when you're dating someone, do you stalk? Do you like even ask? Are you like, oh, what's your Instagram? No, actually, that's the really? one thing I don't do. Why? I don't do Instagram when I'm dating, like, like app dating, because it's very strange. It's very different. There's many layers to dating someone like me. And my Instagram is very public. I'm very open and very honest about things. But it's almost like you're, you have to be, like, the guy whisperer with, when you're in my position or you're transgender or feminine in general. Like, too much can scare people away. So I'm like an old school romantic. I love finding out about people organically or yeah, or in person. I well, hate the yeah. age sex. What is it? What was the ASL link? Oh, ASL. What was ASL? I have age no idea. Sex. Do you remember that? Oh, I'm, I'm dating myself. I was like, what are we talking? When I think of ASL, isn't that like sign language? No, it was like age, sex, uh, race. not love, a- a- age, sex. I don't know. It was, like, something you used to ask people in chat rooms. Like, mm. oh, ASG, age, sex. No, sex is gender. I don't know. But I prefer to, like, meet someone on online and then within a day go on a date. Because I'm way better in person. I can be, like, really 
like irritating online like i don't like giving people a time of day but if you think about it think like think about how many people you could talk to in a day here you know what i mean like i feel like if you don't make the move and meet up with someone right away it's like what the fuck are we doing like i'm not gonna sit here and talk to you for a week if i don't like i might not be into you your voice like i get so particular where like sometimes i meet someone and if their voice isn't like how i want to be perceived (gasps) that weird shady if like his shoes suck that like bothers me because i feel like shoes is a huge reflection on a person Jeffrey, like there's that's there's really certain qualities crazy. though that really bother me i don't know they really bother me <laughs> i know i'm so annoying that's why i'm single <laughs> no. are you single yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay so like yep. what's what's your flaw clearly we just discovered mine i just <laughs> told you like i can be I, i'm super i'm jaded honestly because it's difficult to date i love that we said like let's talk about dating for like a second and oh, now we get so the whole podcast <laughs> is be um no i it's i don't have i don't give i'm i'm jaded because men that are attracted to or people in general that are attracted to like effemininity or boys that are effeminate or trans people like typically you're like fetishized so like if i wanted to have sex i could have sex every minute of every day because there's just not to brag but there's just a lot of guys in new york city that want to fuck and they want to fuck something that's different I was going to say pretty, but yeah, different. Um, but yeah, you know, you're right. But I'm also not, hot as fuck, yeah. And I'm not giving myself acc- accolades. It's like, it, in New York, people just want to get off. And it's the same in the gay culture. Like, I had grinder before. I know that within seconds, you could, like, be 69ing and fucking someone you don't even know. But I did grinder when I was in college. Like, and it's just not for me. But, I mean, really not tender. Tender isn't either, neither is hinge. But it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> do you do you want something long-term? Or are you clearly not down for the one and done? No, I'm, I'm at a place now. Like, I was... When I moved to New York in 2012, I was... I was free. I left a four-year relationship. I would have been engaged if I would have stayed in San Francisco. But I moved here, and then I, like... the I, For a year, I was, like, mourning the loss of my relationship. And, like, moving to New York is really hard. So, like, I was really depressed yeah. for a year because I moved in the winter and all that. But after that, I've been here now almost seven years. I was a full-on hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I had sex with anyone, obviously, like, anyone that I liked. And I could. And it was... That's a privilege privilege actually to be able to like have sex with anyone that you want like online and that was cool but I mean I also grew into myself more here like my career really exploded like I found I like really found power in my femininity and you know modeling has really helped because I've been exposed to a lot walking runways having people tell you like oh you're beautiful da 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 like makes you realize like it's okay to be different but even not even that like I just found more confidence yeah in exploring my like my gender my gender expression and then with that comes the evolution of like i am effeminate i have really long hair i have i wear makeup i wear women's clothes exclusively um i don't own any men's clothes i don't think but i mean all your swimsuits even are women's bathing suits right yeah i wear sometimes i wear a two-piece just because i think they're fucking hot they are hot tan lines kind of fucking suck though right yeah Yeah. so i take the top off but like then if you go to a place like i wear women's bikini bottoms as like speedos Mm -hmm. because i think speedos. how does it fit the bulge it doesn't but you tuck like i tuck every day um and plus i like that's for me that's like something like to look at my dick and like Oh my god! I can't believe I just said that on a podcast. <laughs> oh my god! But like when you like when people look at me, they immediately look at my chest and then they look at my package. And for me, like I said, I'm old school. Like I don't, 
I don't want people to, to see my package. But, I mean, right now, gay culture is all about... All about the ball. A tiny little Speedo, literally doing the detail and the face tune on your dick so people can see that you're cut or uncut. <laughs> uh, and expanding it, too, so they can look bigger. Like I, I love when people give me the Zoom, and they literally send me their Zooms. And I'm live. like, you thank you so much yeah. for Zooming, and I know exactly what it looks like. <laughs> um, and but... I detailed the tip, just so you can see. <laughs> okay, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But... No, I don't. It just pops you out. You have not detailed one of your I photos in the crotch? I swear to God, I've never detailed. I've, sometimes I'll cover, you see, like, these stretch marks I have on my thighs? So you smooth I'll, like, them. I'll, I'll smooth out those okay. sometimes, but like you've my tip's de- my tip. You've never detailed the tip. Swear on anything you want. Every but I also have that huge I know balls. details the tip. I don't. Never have. Oh, wait, you have huge balls? I Keep have going. huge balls. So it like, I feel like that emphasizes my package more than like the tip of my dick. You know? Oh, yeah, because you're getting a push forward. Yeah. So it's kind I of like you. that's more of my focal point as opposed to like the tip that's shriveled up after I just emerged from the pool, you know? Right. Could have, yeah, I guess. So that's what my bulge is, in case anyone needs to know that. You want to talk about your bulge more, <laughs> Jeffrey? <laughs> balls okay. are good. Balls are, balls are really important, actually. It's really important to have beautiful balls because if you're all scrotum and no balls, right, that's what it is? Scrotum? Scrotum, yeah. And then what do you call the balls? Balls. I thought scrotum... Testicles. I thought scrotum was the sack, and then the shaft was the shaft? No, scrotum is literally the shaft. Okay, so balls and a scrotum, yeah. This is the most I've ever talked about a penis in a public place. How do you feel about it? It's great. No problem. The rosé helps. The rosé is gonna... What are we drinking today? Let's get this down. I don't know. What are we drinking? We are drinking... Hampton's rosé. They actually gave me this the other day at... uh, some like housewife had a luncheon the other day and we all got our like personal bottle of Hampton's rose and I fucking saw the box and I was like fuck this I like took a box and went to the car (laughs) (laughs) these are the things you don't see on Instagram yeah I was like like why would you leave that there you know what I mean like how was I not gonna take it before I got in the uber true true but I will say it's a miracle I didn't drink it on the way home and I well, you would have had to us. walk your happy ass with big balls down to the liquor store <laughs> and get some for today. Exactly. I would have never had you come all the way to my um, beautiful balcony inspired Hell's Kitchen apartment <laughs> with a terrace. <laughs> my terrace with holes <laughs> that emerge, and you might get some slivers. Oh God, tetanus. Yeah, well, I'll take you out there. Maybe we'll do a butt picture. Not today. Not today. Mm-mm. But I feel like we've had a, we've been in making of a butt picture for like a year and a half. It's now. gonna have to be on the ocean. Okay, that's the only way I'm gonna do we it. We can arrange, or maybe what about? Well, okay, I get it. Mermaid vibes. I was gonna say, what about the woods in the Hamptons? Was no. that not cultured ticks. enough? Hello, ticks. I know, but I'm that's just so saying. weird. Yeah, or could a pool. Be like, I could do a pool. We could do a pool with the trees in the background. That could work. Could be a vibe. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I don't think I've ever had my butt on social media. That's another thing. I've never once ever sent a nude picture to anyone ever. Why? I just don't want... Like, not even, like a sacred not thing. Not even, like, the thing that, like, you look back at your ass, kind of, like, just showing, like, your back with your ass, like, tastefully? I, okay, that, maybe. Okay. But I don't count that. <laughs> That's just, like, art. <laughs> so, like, you don't actually send, like, dick pics is what we're talking no, about. I never have once done that. Got it. Yeah, no, I. I don't think I've ever shared. Off. Okay, 
I don't think I've ever shared this story, but you'll get a kick out of this. I was like one of the first guys in junior high to send a dick pic. And to this to girl, I was a girl. Yeah, I was. I didn't come out till I was like twenty one, twenty two. So like, yeah. I was. I was in the female realm. Um, Did, have so, you had sex with a girl? Yeah. Wow. Surprise, surprise. I know. Um, but anyways, I sent a dick pic to a girl in junior high, uh, because she asked me to, and I had full on bush because at the time I thought it was like super cool to grow pubes. So I was like literally trying to grow them out as long as they could. Like I would literally like trim the ends, <laughs> oh like because so, I thought my pubes were getting split ends and shit. Oh so God. I was like, I want my pubes to be super long. This is so cool, you know. And so I sent a soft ass dick pic to her with a bush and it got sent around the whole school that like Jeff has like a little dick in a bush. And at the time I didn't know you were supposed to shave. Like I didn't know that was like a cool thing. I thought it was cool to like grow it out, you know? Yeah. Actually pubic hair has made a comeback, I think, in a big way. Okay, well, right now I'm talking this was like fifteen years ago. So like but now I still don't want pews. <laughs> but regardless, I sent the one, and after that, I don't think I've ever sent one again. I take a whole bunch, like I have like that. You've never sent one before. Mm-mm. Not since junior high. No. Where? I have like I take them like on the rag, and I keep them in an app on my phone. What's the app called? Um, I don't know. It's called like lock something. So you have to have like a passcode to get into the app and then all your nudes pop up. So I have like my nudes, like nudes from like certain guys I wanted to like keep in the archives. But like, I'm confident. Yeah. I'm confident to like give someone my phone and be like, Scroll. Oh yeah, go through it. Like when my grandma's like going through all my pictures, it's she's not gonna oh, I get find you mean, something. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's yeah. in a whole different app. That's just like, I get it. My secret of life. That so you no don't send nudes then? Or you no. send your butt. Okay, so here's the thing. I actually don't really hook up with people from dating apps either. Only because I feel like my biggest hookup platform is Instagram or in person. So I feel like for me to go on Instagram and like obviously my account's pretty sexual at a glance. So I feel like <laughs> everyone's sending you their nudes and there's times when people are like, Oh hey, like I see you're in New York, like what's a cool spot to go to? And I feel like at their page and I'm like, Oh, they're kinda hot. I'll be like, like Oh, room. me and my friends are going here if you wanna meet me out. Uh, okay. Or like I'm nice and like you know how I do my drag brunch on Sundays. Yeah. I'll be like, Oh hey, you should come to brunch with some friends and then we black out and then I ended up fucking them. And it's like a whole thing. So, so for anyone that's listening that wants to get in on, get some big balls, check, check out Jeff's Instagram or just come to drag brunch, I guess. Yeah, like come to yeah. drag brunch. Yeah. But no, are people into big balls? I think it's a thing for sure. I personally don't like when people touch my balls. Are you listening, everybody? Like, I feel like they're so sensitive <laughs> that I'm just like, no. Well, that's weird. But I'm uh, not weird. Are you into that's someone who likes getting their balls touched? Like, I feel like, okay, wait, actually, this is a really good secretive spot, I feel like. Do you know the spot between your balls and your thigh? Like mm-hmm. that little crevice, I yeah. guess you could say. Mm-hmm. When somebody, like, quote unquote, eats you out from, like, that area, it gets super sensitive and I love it. Great. That's, like, my go to spot. That's you should like try it out. It's a whole thing. You know, I, yeah, it's really nice. Okay, so, like, we need to get semi on topic because we just. Totally got dick and bald and dating and like that was not supposed to be the point of our day. <laughs> what is the point of our day? The point of our day is to make people feel relatable, I guess, you know? Okay, so 
what I want to talk about is just like being gender fluid in general. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just kind of like how you were raised, how you came to terms with like finding the word, just everything in general. So I guess first is just like, what did you go through at like what point in your life was kind of like, oh, I might be gender fluid. Like how did you even come to terms or understanding of the word? I don't think gender fluid was the way that I, I, I mean, gender fluid now, like in 2019 is a great thing, but I don't think it's ever really been like a huge, excuse me, topic on my mind. Like when I was a kid, I mean, when I was a baby, actually, people used to ask my mother if I was a boy or a girl. Like, that's how deep this is. Like, But she let you, like, grow your hair out and, like, I'm dress. talking, like, baby. Oh, wow. Ever since I was a baby. But then my mom would dress, because uh, I have three siblings, she would dress, like, she would make our clothes or buy us Oshkosh. Everyone knows Oshkosh. Do you know Oshkosh? Lived for that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. And she would, like, put me, like, yeah. I mean, my mom is very fashionable, and I think that I can really be thankful for, to be honest. Because I think your parents have a lot to contribute or a lot of control over how confident you become as an adult. I would say so, yeah. Or how secure you are and who you are comes from your parents. And it comes from a very young age, in, in, in my experience, for me. Um, and I remember being a toddler and my sister was in ballet class and I wasn't old enough to be in anything yet. And I would go and put on my sister's ballet and tap shoes and Barbies and like the Wizard of Oz ever since I was a baby. I have memories of having dreams about the Wizard of Oz and my mother. And anyways, like without getting super long winded, I feel like every young gay boy who starts off as a gay boy has some relation to something that's feminine or something that they liked or a feeling they had. And I'm talking to to boys or gay people that or girls, or but I'm right now like effeminate gay boys that liked effeminate things, mm-hmm. not like m- masculine things or things. Maybe they came out later in life because they weren't allowed to have those types of things, or yeah. their parents steered them in different directions. Like my family, for the most part, my parents allowed us to kind of do what made us happy, which was really awesome, and it's a privilege. Um, my dad is extremely conservative. And he thinks all gay people are going to hell. Like to be still honest. to this day? To this day. Oh. My parents are divorced. Um, but my sister... I have four, three siblings. My sister and my younger brother, I'm the middle child of the three of us, are all gay. We're all three of us are gay. And my older brother who's I never 40, knew that. Uh, my older brother's 42, is heterosexual, married with two, two children. Um, but also, like, there was a lot of trauma, divorce. That kind of also affects people's like development like sexuality and all those things and the studies that i've read but in terms of like the time period of coming out like when it happens yeah like certain traumatic periods in your life can affect what you develop to be into Mm -hmm. and that's like that's actually scientific and biologic interesting scientific and no it's scientific and spiritual because trauma affects the spirit and it affects the biology of a human being because it affects your 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 mind yeah yeah um, but I remember also like that Mervyn's I'm from California and Mervyn's is a department store there. It's no longer exists. It's kind of like a, a Macy's or a Sears. Okay. And I remember going like clothing shopping, one distinct memory. And this was back in the nineties when pipe jeans were really popular. What like, are pipe jeans? Skaters used to wear them. They were really, really wide leg oh, pants. Hot. Really wide leg. And I used to love them because to me it reminded me of a dress. And so I would want to buy them, and my mother would want to buy them for me, but my dad would say, no, you can't have them. Those look like a dress. 
or like wanting to have long hair. Spice Girls were there's another one. Spice Girls were really Spice Girls were killing the game. Killing the game in the nineties. And yeah, I liked Posh and Baby and Sporty, but Scary Spice was my jam. Oh. And I died because she was so fearlessly herself. She had curly hair. It was like highlighted and she wore leopard print. Her hair was in buns. Like I really related to that because that's my personality, like loud and wild. crazy. And wild. I'm fucking wild. Um <laughs> And I begged my mom to have a perm. I was a fifth grader, and she let me have a perm. And she took me to get a perm because I wanted to have curly hair. Your like mom is face. iconic. My mother is fucking major. Um, her name is Holly Miller. Look her up. She's on Facebook. You will live for her. Um, Always on the Facebook. She's totally on the book. <laughs> um, but like, there was just so many instances, like, and, um, and mostly attributed to my mother, clearly, as you can tell from the story, where she let me experiment. And then I was in theater and dance and I had a private art instructor. And again, these are all privileged things that I had, but they really helped me kind of find out who I was. So is it weird to think, though, that like back in the day, did you ever think about these things as being like, oh, these are female things? Or did you just look at them as, oh, I enjoy them? Um, it was a balance because... In a lot of the places where I was, where I was experiencing them, actually doing them, it was, these are not female things. It was just, this is me doing my thing and experiencing life and enjoying it. But then when I was around other young boys, mostly, I would get made fun of a lot. Like, like that's where the ridicule You're a girl. Out. Girls do that. Are you a girl? Are you a gay? Are you a fag? In Spanish, they would say, like, are you a joto? Which means faggot in Spanish. And... You know, there were a lot of periods in my life where I was like, wow, like, really? Like, this is... All girls, in my mind, I was like, girls can't... It's not just girls that do these things, but, like, you're making me feel like I'm crazy. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of depression that I went through. You know, I was physically abused. I was mentally and emotionally abused from all these kids, like, literally. It was hard, but... It, ter- it seriously made me who I am because now I don't I can seriously stand up to anyone but do you think that like I guess let's say it like this what would you say to somebody who is trying to discover what their gender might be uh wow um what I would say to anyone is do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting yourself like play with things experiment with things dress up Put on makeup, go dancing, go shopping in the women's section if it makes you happy, which I think is totally fucked up still that we have binary departments, like departments. I don't get it. I've always said this for years. I would love just like a gender fluid store. And obviously there is like fluid. Yeah, which I'm the spokesperson for. Love that place. They're major. But I'm saying like there's so many times when like even for example, everyone's like, oh my God, Jeff, where'd you get your shirt? And I'm like. Oh, Zara, like, I literally was just there the other day. I'm like, did you go in the women's section? You know what I mean? It's just, like, stupid little things that, like, you can find so many dope pieces that, like, everyone doesn't have. Right. Because they're not, their minds don't think, like, they think binarily, which means they only go to the men's department. Or they think, I'm only going to shop in the women's. But, by the way, fashion is literally just the way that you present yourself to the world. We have been, like, indoctrinated that you have to shop men's, you have to shop women. Hundreds of years ago, people were wearing the same thing. Makeup was something that royals only used to wear. 
back in ancient Egyptian time, men and women, it was a status symbol. Men, heels were designed for men. Interesting, I never knew that. To make them taller, uh, not for women. And then it was adopted into women's fashion. Men used to wear wigs and makeup all the way until our first president, George Washington, used to wear wigs and makeup. Yeah. I know it's like a cliche thing, but it, it really, if you know your history, you should know that modern history is really fucked us up as humans. Really fucked us up. Like as like, Especially unaccepting as back history. in the day as people were at the same time, their mannerisms are like kind of what we're living today. Yeah. yeah. That, that ignorance, like... We have, like, compartmentalized and totally fucked people up through this systematic oppression of gender and race and sexuality. And it's so insane what the white man has done. Honestly, not to make this political. Do you think it's from media mostly, though? No. I think it has nothing to do with media. I think it has everything to do with corporations and marketing, which now the media is a huge part of. But, like, how do you sell America? You sell America with a white man... That's hot. That looks like fucking James Dean, or and then Sally Homemaker, the woman. Yeah. And you have to be a man, and you have to be a woman. But and back you have th- kids by twenty five and live this fairy tale life. Yeah, but back then everyone was dying of fucking opioid overdose, and the men were fucking each other, and the women were killing themselves, and having like illegal abortions. Like that's like. It's a fact, but we don't talk about that in our history. Yeah. We make it seem like, oh, it was this, and then World War War, and then World War Two, and then, like, it's just They leave all bullshit. the actual life things out. Right. Men should have sex with women, but men can also have sex with men, and should. And men can have sex with men and women, and boys can be feminine, and women can be masculine, and transgender people have existed since the dawn of time, and... This is just the way that science is. And if you negate it in any way, you're choosing ignorance. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's actually, like, even this past weekend, we were in the Hamptons. And I would say Hamptons probably- plug again. Here we go. Hamptons, Hamptons plug. Um, so we were there. And I would say there was probably, like, three straight guys, maybe, like, eight girls, two mm-hmm. gays, and then, like, two couples who, like, we didn't really hang out with because they were just there. And one of the straight guys, we did this funny video that I'm posting this mm-hmm. week, um, and I was obviously naked, and he literally oh, you were shocking. I know, and no, the but guy, for real, you were. <laughs> you get no, but really, it was like, why don't you put that on your Instagram? I'm doing it like I don't know if I'm gonna do it before Thursday or after Thursday, so I don't want to give it away yet. But I'm gonna do this video, and he happened to see me naked, and he was like, "Wow, Jeff, like you actually have a very nice dick," and he was straight. And it's cool that, like, straight guys can, like, appreciate a male's body in the same way that, like, a gay guy can appreciate, like, a female's body or, like, like just in general, I feel like it's not... I love that this is a roundabout way for you to talk about your dick again. No, it's not! I feel like I have to just show you one day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at the end of this podcast it's gonna happen. No, I'm, like, classy. When's the last time you've been with someone? Very good question, actually. Mm. It's been 12 months since I've had sex. 12 months? I took a year off. So this was a by choice. Intentionally. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, I haven't slept with anyone, like had intercourse, but I've like made out with guys or whatever. But yeah, I haven't had intercourse in 12 months. 
is this more of a you were on a personal journey or were you just trying to like maybe meet someone actually very special like what was both i think it didn't start out as an intentional thing but i mean life is like you know when you go through moments like some people the way they deal with like stress and work is they like to have sex because they need to like have like they need to like either masturbate or they need to get off or whatever it is. But for me, when I'm overwhelmed or I'm really thriving, like working hard and enjoying my social life, like honestly, I don't find the need to have sex. But then it's like, then you realize, oh, actually I want to share my life. And then I had a realization that actually all the guys that I have sex with don't want to like date. They just want to have sex. They just want to bang. Yeah, and which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. And I've had those moments over the past 12 months where I'm like, oh, I could totally... And I do some traveling for work where I'm like, oh, I met this guy, I met that guy. Like, oh, we could totally have... If I wanted to, like, I could ask him to go to the bathroom right now. We could have sex. Yeah. And I used to do that. A great porta potty vision. No, like... This, 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 <laughs> <laughs> didn't you do something in a porta potty recently? Nope. Um, uh, do you... I mean, like you took a picture in a porta potty, didn't you? And say this was a nice porta potty. Did you? Oh you? yeah, I did do that this weekend. Yeah, it was see, actually. I watch lit. your stories. You don't watch mine. Yeah, I, actually, I won't Bullshit. lie. I don't watch people's stories mm-hmm. because I feel like it kills my phone battery. That's selfish. <laughs> so I, yeah, I mean, I just didn't because I didn't want to. But I'm, but also like the past six months now, it's like I got a dog. Love my fucking dog. He's so cute. Um, and I want to date. Like, I'm ready to, like, actually have a relationship. And I haven't said that in this almost seven years I've been in New York. But seven and years now I'm... you're, like, actually literally ready for it. Yeah. 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 I want to, like, buy a property here. I want to have kids. Also, we have to think as gay people, like, procreating is not easy for us because we're gay. Right? Yeah. We're homosexual. We have sex with the same sex. You gotta, like, so really... You ha- actually have to plan it. And you have to yeah. save money for it. And... I want to have children, and I want to do in vitro. Like, I want to have a surrogate. I want to have kids that have my DNA, but I also want to adopt. And I'm 31, and it's a serious thing. And I'm not going to just fuck around. Excuse me not to be offensive, but I just don't want to do drugs and fuck around for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. I actually like, have, we've done it. I want to have goals. Yeah. I'm going to continue to go down that path for now. Do it. But I feel like once I turn this 31... This isn't a date. You don't have yeah, to... But, I'm not interviewing you. You don't have to justify <laughs> yourself to me. <laughs> but once I turn 31, I feel like I'm equally... I said, like, once I'm 30, I want to find someone who's, like, stable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be doing the, like, basement parties and, like, doing Molly and rolling on the ground, being drunk, sloppy Jeff till 6 a.m., what happens to... I mean, I still have nights where I stay up till 6 a.m. I don't... I mean, I don't do Molly, but I... Not that that's a bad thing, because I have done it. Yeah. But it's like, I, I love to have to see the sunrise, too. But my priorities are different. Not because I'm on a timeline, but because, like, for me, I have different things that I like to focus on. And that's just the way it is for me, to be honest. I get that. That's cool, though. Yeah. I love when you can kind of start somewhere in your life, and then you watch yourself, like, grow up. and Not that your interests change, but kind of, like, certain things are more valued to you as opposed yeah. to, like, others. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still hard. Like, obviously... <laughs> I mean, sex is really important to me. I'm a very sexual person. Extremely. Do you ever feel like you, like, you know, when a guy, you're like, okay, you need to just like go jerk off or something. Mm -hmm. Because they get so high energy that like, you know, the minute you jerk off, you're just kind of like 
back at like homeostasis you know what i mean yeah like i feel like sometimes it helps you kind of like reset yourself yeah that's what they always say like jack off before you go on a date right isn't that like isn't that a rule it's like it is a rule masturbate at least once because it makes you not not just masturbate but come and orgasm try to orgasm at least once before you go on a date because then your mind is not focused on that it's focused on like this yeah like connecting in the event that like your future husband is listening to this podcast what would you say are like characteristics that you're looking for that they should dm you if they fit this bill (laughs) that's really hard uh because a part of dating is like a lot of gay men do not are not are not out openly about being attracted to femininity it's like a huge stigma in the gay community, specifically the white gay community. It's like we do a lot of storytelling to each other, mm-hmm. but we don't talk about like being gay doesn't mean you have to be hot in a speedo with a big dick and pecs and the perfect haircut with the perfect tan and the perfect job. Like being gay means that you can be anything and we need to be, do a better job of like talking about that. And, and and letting other people have space to be themselves. And uh, if my future husband is listening, then they're probably aligned in that same vision. Um, they probably don't go to a shit ton of, like, gay raves. Or I don't care if they do, actually. Honestly, it doesn't matter to me. But that's I'm not there a lot. I have been. Um, so if they're trying to find you, they probably won't see you there. No, but they'll find me so many other places, like everywhere, honestly, like I'm all over. Um, but they're funny and they're successful in their own way, whatever it means to them. They feel successful mm-hmm. because that makes them confident and confidence is really attractive. To I've them. never heard it like that. That's kind of cool. Right? Yeah. Like if you're successful, it's because you think you are, not because someone else does. And it makes you feel good about yourself. So that makes you confident, which makes you easier to talk to because you are confident yeah um and i don't know romantic is really important with online dating romance has gone out the fucking window like nobody goes on a walk anymore nobody knows what like a fun dinner is nobody likes adventures everything involves let's meet for a drink let's have a few glasses of wine and if we're drunk enough we'll go slam each other out and then if you're really cute i might invite you to stay in the night we'll order seamless that's what that means yeah, pretty much. And maybe they'll pay for it. <laughs> they better fucking pay for it. <laughs> no. Okay, so last question I have for you, though, mm-hmm. is when you do go out, have you ever felt like people do or don't approach you because they might not know if you are male or female? Or have you ever felt that, like, certain people approach you because they're just curious? You know what I'm saying? Do you ever feel yes. like that? Yeah, all the time. I think I get it all the time from people. It's like, oh, you just look really intimidating or you're really intimidating. And I can't help that. And if you're intimidated by me, then that means that like we're not meant to be together, to be honest. Or maybe you are intimidated, but you fight the fear to come. I'm like a really social person. Like, I've I'm never, like, ever pictured you as being intimidating one time. Like I, Like every time I see you in like a social setting, granted it's always been kind of like work-ish yeah, events. That's true. But you're always like super bubbly and like running around. And obviously everything you wear is like not necessarily outlandish, but 
it's you're presenting yourself in like such a confident way thank you that that. it's not intimidating like i feel like if anything it's intimidating because it's like oh wow like he has such a big personality like how do you approach like there's so many better people that he probably talks to well yeah i I can give you intimidating in that aspect we did pride together and this is the car twins if they're listening which they probably will. will yeah We've talked since then, but at Pride, we were together for like three hours before we even left the Pride Parade. We didn't even have like three words edgewise. But since then, it's like there's a moment where, yeah, I think people like have this idea like, oh, like you're there, we're here, or I'm here, and but we're not going to engage but then later we're going to engage and I'm going to find you on social media because it's easier. Like we got the so we got the physical approval because we just saw each other, but you didn't actually converse yet. Yeah, but that's so weird to it me. It definitely is weird. I would so much rather you come talk to me because I talked to them. I said hello to both of them. I, I, I was like smiling at them because I knew who they were yeah. from talking to you. And, and that's just like a small example, but it's yeah. like... Oh, I get this all the time. Oh, I saw you out, but I didn't want to come say hi. I was at the Standard for Pride for one of the events because I was at the Standard a lot. And this guy slipped into my DMs at the Standard and was like, I see you at the Standard. Can I come say hi to you? And I was like, ew. But then I was like, well, where are you? Dumb. <laughs> you just come my for on your podcast. I, was like, I love it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I can't believe I was even on my phone. But I was like, yeah, come, come, come. And then he, like, walked up and, like, had a whole thing, and we, like, talked, and he was, like, really cute. But then he, like, it was pride, so he, like, wanted to go to the bathroom, and I was like, yeah, we can go to the bathroom. So we went to the bathroom, but then I was like, nope, I'm not going to hook up with you. But it was, like, a whole thing. That's interesting. Just walk up to somebody. I say hello to people all the time. I'm on the street. I talk to people. But I'm, like, a Californian, and my parents are Midwestern. So, like, like, I guess the way of life is different. But if I'm, like... I will smile at anyone because I feel like smiles really do. It's not corny, but it like really does change someone's day. Honestly, when you smile at someone or you tell someone they're fucking hot or they're beautiful or they're handsome or they've got a great body, like you're not hitting on them. You're just allow the conversation to happen so that like maybe it does turn into something. But I feel that anyways, it happened after the fact and I'm like, Oh, we'll see. Should we ask which twin you were into? No. <laughs> That's, I feel like, a really bad thing to say publicly. <laughs> okay, so we're going to keep that one under wraps. But, yeah, no, they're both they're both very wild. Yeah. And I love them both. We're all wild. Yeah. In our own ways. Who's more wild, me, them, or you? Well, you're younger than me, so I don't think you But have, they're younger you, than me. You don't have a pot to piss in with that. I pretty fucking wild um bitch i have a five thousand square foot balcony custom made outside of my apartment it's that two, they it's two by fours on metal fucking fencing <laughs> that your neighbor tans her tits on <laughs> don't don't we're all wild what's the it. wildest thing you've done wildest what the fuck does that mean that what's was just such wildest? a curveball question that yeah, was not what's, what's in the, the cue cards what's the wildest uh, thing off the top of your head you know what it is what is it probably just getting a tattoo in my mouth on spring break that just like comes to is my that mind wild i don't know for me at the time it was i don't do i've never had a what threesome is the ta- what is it oh i have i've never done that two australian brothers from sydney 
two brothers. I was 22 No wonder why I answered this a car twins. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. They were, st- they were technically stepbrothers. Step-brothers. Uh, screaming. Yeah, but they did not touch each other either. Oh my god, I just put that out there publicly for the world to know. They don't listen to this shit. They won't find us. Not, it's not shit. Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. be rude. No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, the Australians the, are not. They're not they're here. They're stepbrothers. They were not blood related. So I guess to answer your question, I would just say the tattoo. Oh, I know that sounds so kind wild. of pussy. No, you're holding it in. You I have wanna, nothing. You want to tell people what, what. Don't act like you're so classy, Jeff Perla. I know exactly. <laughs> Look at my, me and my wine glass. I not, am classy. I know you're wild. As, oh, but wait. Maybe you're not that wild, actually, then. Mm. Maybe social you, media just gives an off perception no, of me. Your social media doesn't make you wild. <laughs> It just makes you crazy. <laughs> and an alcoholic. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, Cheers did they that. get that thing? Yeah, <laughs> I was <yeah>. just saying. <laughs> wow, I killed mine faster than you. Awkward. Talking. Mm. Okay, well, that's it. So we're going to edit this. So That's the end? I love you. That's all they do. Love you, too. Um, if you guys want to follow Bradley, where can they find you? Uh, at the Art of Bradley. You should, like, spell it. <laughs> at the ampersign is that the at sign no the ampersign is the and at <laughs> v-t-h-e-a-r-t-o-f-b-r-a-d-l-e-y love it love right. that see you soon guys next week don't Bye. be too gay but be love very you. gay and live yeah. your best life live your best week That's and true. be wild yeah and if you're have thinking I shouldn't have that last shot, you should. You should. And no glove, no love. Oh. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.